What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of My Brother Scorekeeper. My name's Leonard. Got my boy Dylan with me. Say what's up. What's up, guys? We're coming to you live from Hooters. Um, <laughs> not really, but yeah, boy, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> Got my other brother to the side left of me, G Tuck, making a grand appearance. Again. Once a, <laughs> once a fucking again. And I mean, I'm glad to be back, and hopefully, I'll be back for the forever and everything and not be on the shitter so, yeah <laughs> as long as shit's be free oh, yeah man. i was gonna say you was uh sick last week fuck yeah i was and i tell you what it was not fun <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather i'd rather be you know i'd rather be here talking about talking shit about college football and shit instead of damn picking my fucking guts up and don't know which end is coming out of all right, well, uh, this episode we're going to talk about the recent bowl games. Uh, bowl Mania started this week, and we'll give you an update on our Phil's Bowl Mania board that we got going. Uh, talk about the games uh, that happened this weekend. Uh, we'll be talking about a little bit about the portal in our new segment called Portal Combat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> heating up every day, son. It's getting wild. Well, that's trademark. LLC it, bitch. That's ours. We're going to get in the recruit talk. And then we got, since it's so close to Christmas, we got a little Christmas edition of My Brother Scorekeeper. No fuck shit, though. Yeah, we're not going to be fucking clay, We're not building gingerbread houses. No. I just don't have the patience for that shit, I'll be honest. Yeah. I did see one thing uh, earlier on Twitter today. Somebody's like, uh, gingerbread man can uh, have a gingerbread house, but I can't afford one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> and then we'll finish it up at the end with another installment of Wampus Story. Wampus Cat Story Time. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. We're going back down memory lane. I hope you know I listen. Like I said, I listened. To Wampus Cat Story Time while I was at work, and my fucking co worker was fucking trying not to die of laughter. There's <laughs> <laughs> no the damn, the damn big guy came up and he was like, What the fuck is going on? And there's no, uh, and there's no, he was like, You just don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked dead straight in his eyes. I was like, I lived it. <laughs> that we did, sir. It was a different time. Yeah. We used to be a proper country. Yeah. <laughs> While we throw saw blades at each other for fucking fun. <laughs> now we just throw masks at each other. Yeah. <laughs> that the fucking truth. Don't get me started. Well, well, nowadays, well, nowadays, instead of saw blades, we throw Lysol at each other. Yeah. yeah. That's where we're at. Alright. So, let's get off into the bowl games that happened over the weekend. Um... Uh, in case y'all missed out, uh, we've got a Buffalo Fields bet going on. Uh, whoever out of the three of us, whoever has the least amount of uh, win, uh, game-winning picks, they have to buy the other two uh, dinner at Buffalo Fields. So starting off with the Bahamas Bowl, yeah, Middle Middle Tennessee versus Toledo. Toledo takes the. Or uh, my bad, fuck. Uh, Middle Tennessee takes that win, and I picked them to win. Uh, Garrett and them picked Toledo. 
I think it was That what? was some fuck shit. <laughs> I, forgot, I, I forgot what the score was on that one. It was like... Yeah, it was pretty close. I think it was like 30... I, mean, I don't even... It was like 30-something to 24, I think. It, still, it just... Of course, Leonard goes with the wild card. Thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. As soon as I... Like, it being the first one and seeing it goes that way, I was like, this is not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Uh, then we, uh, we go on to the tail greeter bowl. You had Northern Illinois versus Coastal Carolina. The fucking Coastal Carolina gets it done <laughs> by the squeak of their ass. Was I drunk? Was I drunk when I picked? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I picked. I, think I, uh, I picked Coastal Carolina for that one as well. Uh, that uh, G Tuck and Dylan picked Northern Illinois. It was a good game, but it just man, Northern Illinois really let me down on that one. Yeah. like the Blue Chickens have been so bad the back half of the year. I just didn't think they'd really yeah. show up for this game, but. <laughs> Boy, was I fucking wrong. That was a real, I mean, that was a real good game. I watched the tail end, uh, the second half of that, and that fucking last play with two seconds, man, yeah, it was just, it's just crazy. Uh, there's, a lot, there's some controversy there between a lot of people. Some people said that the, the ref was still in the way before the chains were set yeah. and all that good stuff, so. It was a wild end into that game, uh, but nonetheless, I got the win. <laughs> Leonard, uh, Leonard's 2-0. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least right now, or the, the start of these bowl games. All right, uh, moving on to the Boca Raton Bowl. Western Kentucky completely ass-blast Appalachian State. <laughs> yeah, they, that was a whole fucking game that I was just looking. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, I know. And then uh, you would say <laughs> fucking their quarterback. I didn't know realize this. Yeah. I didn't realize he was having the season that he was. No, I've not heard a fucking word about this all year. If I'd have known that, I'd I probably... would have picked him too. I thought the same thing. I thought, like, why the fuck did this not get talked about before the game? Yeah, because yeah. I, I can. That was completely under the radar. Beat sixty-one passing fucking touchdowns. I'm like, why did why did that not get brought up all fucking years? Like, yeah, beat Bo uh, Burrow's uh, uh, record. Yeah, 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 Joe Burrow's record of touchdowns and. Uh, Yards in the, yeah. in the season. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, Ain't nobody's yeah. talking about yeah. this shit? Yeah, if I'd have known that kid with a fucking gunslinger like that, I would never win against you. So they get to win and they win a new roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and uh, that game, uh, all, all three of us yeah, played. all of us picked Appalachian State because, I mean, fuck. Appalachian been, State is, you know, Appalachian State. Yeah. It's just, They've been, ever since they moved to the FBS, they've been really Fun good. Fun fact about App State, too. Me and Leonard noticed this the other day. So I just got curious and I wanted to see what A&M schedule was like next year. Mm-hmm. Their second game, they play App State. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to the New Mexico Bowl. You had uh, UTEP Miners going up against Fresno State Bulldogs. Uh Oh, Fresno damn. State gets the uh, win on this one. It was it was a pretty close match. Uh, yeah, fucking the Miners fucking pulled a fake quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean they you know they were on some uh, they were on some cocaine shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish UTEP could have got it done. I was pretty confident in that. Yeah, uh, Fresno came out. <laughs> yeah, Dylan uh, Dylan picked UTEP on that one. Me and G Tuck. Uh, Pick Fresno on that on that one. I'm finally on the board. Now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, on to the uh, Independence Bowl. You had UAB versus BYU. Uh, UAB gets it done. Uh, it was what 38, 31 to twenty eight uh, mm-hmm. over BYU, who was ranked thirteen. Uh, had a who was 
almost a potential New Year's Six bowl. Yeah, yeah. fucking roll blade. Well, well, tell it. Well, let me tell you this. And give Bill Clark another fucking extension. I'm telling you, man, this dude, I'm, he's saving Junior. He's saving Junior. I'm telling Either that or he's and, he's gonna be uh, somebody's gonna come after him. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, I, and, I, and to mention this too, this is uh, BYU was the highest ranked opponent that they beat in program history. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is massive for them. Yeah, uh, I mean, you just you gotta take your hat you beat, off. You beat a top twenty-five. You beat a top twenty-five team. Yeah. You know. That stupid ass wide receiver for BYU. Yeah, <laughs> they were driving, <laughs> and he fucking fumbles it right there and gives the game away, but. I mean, BYU couldn't fucking stop them from running down their throat. And they just ran all over yeah. them. I mean, but UAB got ran on them, too, as well. Uh, I, it was I, a good I, game. I, UAB, UAB, I think, just wanted it more. Yeah, yeah. UAB lasted. But uh, moving on to the next bowl, you had the Linden Tree Bowl. You had Eastern. Uh, by the way, before I go on that, uh, Dylan and G-Tuck picked UAB, for, and I picked uh, BYU on that one, so I lost that one. Uh, on to Eastern Michigan versus Liberty. Uh, Liberty beating the holy dog fuck out of them. Malik Willis had like five touchdowns to get. Uh, I think he had like three, three passing touchdowns and two running. He fucking shredded them. Yeah. <laughs> in, in my defense, <laughs> I picked Eastern Michigan one because I thought they'd be more excited for this. Because Liberty could have ended up in a much better bowl game had they had a better season. They weren't terrible, but they just tapered off. And I, I assumed when we picked these before everybody started announcing whether they're out or not, I just assumed I felt like Willis was probably not going to play this game. Yeah. I mean, hats off to him. I don't like opt out, so I'm yeah. glad that he played. But yeah, if I'd known he was going to play, probably wouldn't have picked him. <laughs> yeah. So he goes out there and does his fucking thing. I mean, yeah. that's really all there is to it. Yeah, yeah. say, so, uh, me and G Tuck uh, picked Liberty on that one, Dylan picked Eastern Michigan. Uh, on to the inaugural Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. You had Utah State versus Oregon State. Utah gets it done against them. Uh, we and we all picked them to win it. I feel like I think oh, everybody yeah. just knew they had the momentum going in. Yeah, there. I mean yeah. they had a mass momentum. I mean that was really the whole deal with my pick with them, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, they started out a little bit shaky, but then they they ended up getting uh, done in the end. Uh, and then on to the New Orleans Bowl, the last game of this weekend. Uh, you had Louisiana going up against Marshall. And uh, they get it done. Uh, it was the close game. Yeah, I was for a while, I, I was actually my ass got tied on the thing <laughs> yeah. because I was like I didn't know if any of y'all would pick Marshall. No, and I was just like, uh, you know, I was like, no. come on, Louisiana, you gotta you no. gotta help me out here. We all we all picked Louisiana for that one. I felt like it was the same yeah. way with Utah State. Like the I way was, that them yeah. two were playing up before that, yeah. you you just. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good game. It was really entertaining. I mean, you got to give them that. I mean, they put on a show both teams. Um, but yeah, I mean Louisiana, like we kind of figured they just all the momentum want to kind of finish that out for Napier and they get the win. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so after this weekend of uh, bowl games, I am up with six wins. Dylan has three, and G Tuck has five. Uh, but we got a lot more bowl games to go. Uh, the next bowl game is up is the uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl. That's Tuesday, and then we. Tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, it's tomorrow. I thought it was Tuesday. No, it's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who wants to play football on a fucking Monday? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're old Dominion Tulsa, that's what you fucking get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, Be fucking grateful. <laughs> yeah. They fu- they barely squeak 
in to get a uh, bowl game. They're both six and six. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, but you're there though. <laughs> but that's the next one, and you know we got all the rest of the we got weekend. Like Forty fucking bowl games till January fourth. So <laughs> yeah, this weekend's about to be uh, pretty, pretty a uh, lot more. Uh, I think there's what five, six bowl games this weekend, something yeah. like that. Yeah, two gonna things really... are gonna happen. Either one, I'm gonna be like celebrating my fucking ass off, or two, I'm I'm opening up my damn wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the two options. <laughs> so we got a we got a lot more exciting football is still left to go. Uh, even though it's it's sort of a cl- uh, tight race right now, but we'll just have to see how it goes for the rest of the. Rest of the bowl mania, but uh, I mean, it's, it's anybody's game. I mean, it is, uh, especially these first, this whole Capital One bowls. Yeah, yeah, they're so up and down. You just never know. Who oh yeah, no, but. you don't. It's luck of the fucking draw sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that's we'll, we'll keep y'all updated on that. Uh, next episode, see who's uh leading. Leading in the uh, Buffalo Fields mania. <laughs> <laughs> um, going on to our next stuff about uh, Portal Combat. Uh, breaking news about, what, 30 minutes ago? Yeah. Bo Nix, the former... Uh, Auburn shit show. Yeah, yeah. I, was about to say, <laughs> I was about to say the prodigal son of uh, Auburn. Uh, he is transferring up to Oregon. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure... Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know about it, man. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of surprised he went out west like that. I figured he would stay somewhere close, and they were starting to heat up rumors to Ole Miss. And yeah, yeah. If I was him, I would have went there. Well, he was also if he might could have got something out of him and Kiffin. Well, there was well there was also rumors that him and Kiffin was you know talking. Yeah, and everything. But yeah, that that was like a big ass fucking curveball from going from the Southeastern Conference to Pac-12. That's that that shows me. You don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that, that shows me it's like, oh, I'm just trying to get to the, I'm trying to get to the NFL. I don't want to get hurt. I don't care. You <laughs> know. He, but my thing is though, like, let's be honest, like he has no realistic shot in the pros. Like he just doesn't. No, he doesn't. That was, you know, I said that last week. I think he'll end up being. He'll try to go pro. Somebody will make him switch to receiver. He gets cut by the time training camp rolls yeah. out. And then he's going to be on some analyst on a network, and he's going to be another Danny Connell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's going to be. I just, I just don't see this as beneficial well, for the, either well, side. Well, on well, the thing about it is for Oregon, yeah, I mean, this might be a good pickup because you know he runs everywhere. So you know, <laughs> I, again, I just to me, you know, the, I don't, I can't remember their quarterback's name they've had this year, and he's a young guy, I know, but he's played pretty well, really. For Oregon, yeah, it's uh, Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown. Okay, yeah. that's it. All right. And he he's had a pretty good season. For That's the what most I was about part. to say. Do you think he can actually go up yeah, there and get the job? That, I don't think that he's just guaranteed to beat him out. And again, even if he does, I just don't feel like this benefits either side. I just no. don't. I, it just feels like a eh. Like, it doesn't really change anything. It's a, it's a pretty much where do you get off moment type of deal. You know? <laughs> yeah. it's it's more of like a big name trade in like yeah. the NFL or you right. Know, I mean, Bo in, in his whole announcement, he's just he's like coast to coast. He's trying to like. Hop yourself the fuck up. That's the whole problem. No, just no, sit the fuck down. No, no, just no, sit down. No, I just want to. I just want to. You know, point things out about him talking shit about Alabama and everything. That's no, he goes up west. Oh yeah, no, that's what I said last week. Straight, he, p- straight pussy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he fucking knew he was gonna dump. He, he was like, he knew he, it. He was like that little kid at fucking high school that talks a big game, but he goes, he goes fucking 
running around in, uh, in the back of the fucking teacher, be like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah that, that's it. I feel like Bo is like, he's just, He's just be trying to like, become like, an Instagram star or well, some like, bullshit. Well, like, yeah. well, well, like I said, apparently trying to be a damn Twitter star, but no. Nah. Uh, but either way, with this shit, like I said on on a couple of episodes, is it's all about who his dad was. All about, you know, oh, he was supposedly an Auburn underground legend. Not like Big like Bo or even... Cam Newton with his one year, but you know, <laughs> either way. But see, this is what this is what exactly what I'm talking about. Don't make, don't go off the history that your parents made. Make your own history. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I just again at the end of the day, I just don't feel like it's that great of a move. He's trying it's to hype it up. Oregon fans are not really even hyping it at all because I think no. they're the same way. They're like, eh, yeah, this don't yeah. really help us at all. Yeah, like, yeah guy, guy with a big mouth and. His fucking game is shit, so, yeah. you know. At the end of the day, Oregon's issue isn't really offense, it's defense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's been one of their biggest issues. Well, one really thing about, one thing about it is, damn, Oregon has is is always had a powerhouse of offense, but it's Normally. just their it's just their defense that, you know, one year they'll have, like, a fucking dominant fucking defense. Yeah. And then that's another a couple – couple years you know then players get better and better and then that's you know they go out to the draft and they don't and they don't bring in recruits to develop off the uh, off the veterans yeah and that's what you get yeah um so jumping gears to like one of the other like quarterback moves that happened earlier this week was Max Johnson transferring from LSU to A&M. I think that was a good pickup. I think it's great. I, 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 didn't, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. Yeah. I mean, that was huge. Like, I had forgot that he even entered the portal. Yeah. But he had just been so quiet about where he was going. See, that's the difference. And that's the difference between him and Bo Nix. He's there to be like, okay, which team am I supposed to – which team am I going to help? Right. As Bo Nix is just like, hey – I'm going over to here. To me, like this bitch. him leaving too is like. I don't think he wants to be with Kelly. I, like I, I think that's a lot of. Have problems. you seen Have you seen him dancing on fucking Twitter? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to be with him either. Oh yeah, no, no, he's fucking weird right now. But again, like right now, with Max leaving, he doesn't want to be around Kelly. And Miles no. Brendan, he wasn't a transfer portal. He's actually coming back to LSU. That's why. That's the one thing I did see. Yeah, I don't think he's that yeah. great. I never thought he was anyway, but because I'm and I'm like to me that's why Max left. He was going to beat Miles Brennan out. Yeah. I, yeah, I said that last year before he the kid hurt himself. I, I just don't think he's that great. But this for A and M is huge. This is the most gifted passer Jimbo's had while he's been there. Yeah, hands down. People don't realize how good this kid is. He threw for a little over twenty eight hundred yards, twenty seven touchdowns, and six picks. Yeah. That is fucking phenomenal SEC. Yeah. And he had a shit offensive line. Mm-hmm. And half his receivers were hurt for most of the year, too. And he still put up those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, now you actually get him in a situation where he's going to have better and more consistent yeah, talent exactly. around him. You know, because LSU fans are like, oh, he ain't that good anyway. We don't care. I'm like, no. Oh, y'all yeah, no, don't, don't even. <laughs> no, I'm going to be like this. Y'all going to care when A&M beats the shit out of fucking mm-hmm. LSU. Yeah. I yeah. mean, for real. I mean, it, and then that's, you know, that, the same damn fan base that says, oh, we don't care about him. It's like. Why do you leave, man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're an A&M fan, you have to be excited about this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if you're I, not, you need to wake the ter- the, ter- the fuck up. You know? I, I mean, out of all the transfer portal, portal uh, drama that's going on right now, I think that's probably like uh, my dark horse for, you know, for a successful. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's going to go on the radar, but it's, it's a solid pickup. Yeah. Um, Elias Ricks, well, come on about with this it. one. Come on with it. <laughs> he dips from LSU, goes to Bama. Former this is massive. Number number three cornerback uh, in, in the nation. This kid is a fucking stud. He's rangy. He knows how to use his abilities. And this is another one that LSU fucking kills me. Their fans have been going off like, we don't really need him. He's not that great. Okay, so in 16 games, he has five picks. Two of them he took to the fucking house. That sounds pretty damn good to me. Yeah, exactly. That is fucking solid to be a defensive back doing 16 games. That's unreal. Yeah. So what I'm excited about is now. I wonder what I wonder what LSU fans what like who they are that saying that shit. Oh, I know. It's they're just are they really buying? Butter. Are they really buying into this Brian Kelly? Yeah, obviously train? it's not working. They got people leaving left and right, man. Like they failed to start. Not, not, and it's not like freshmen or anything. It's fucking starters. Yeah, so. well, and then obviously Kayshawn Butte is still rumored to be on the fence about transferring to Bama as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's another big time guy for them if he walks. I mean, that ain't somebody you just replace yeah. next year. You don't. No, you that's going to kill them. Yeah, so, exactly. My thing, biggest thing for Bama next year, what I'm excited about. Is you're telling me that we can put Kool-Aid on one side, Ricks on the other, and then we can rotate Malachi Moore and Deion Branch in the slot? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's going to be fucking scary. That is going to be extremely scary. Exactly. Our secondary should be no fly zone next season. Oh, yeah. Um, Dylan Gabriel finally made his transfer destination the other day, yeah, too. To US, uh, UCLA. Yep. UCLA. Heading out there with uh, fucking Chip. Uh, I don't really know how to feel about this. I mean, I, I can see where him and Chip could work very well together. I just, I thought Gabriel would go to a more prominent program. Yeah, like, you would think you so. Know what with I mean? his skill set. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's so talented. I mean, he could go to a contending type of team and make yeah. an impact. They want to win the job. Fucking, there goes Gus. He's, he, he, you know, he can, Yeah, he yeah, can, way to go Gus. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. really killing yeah, it down there. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. So, Develop yeah, King. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no looking at, I'm looking at the bold picks, and I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have picked UCF. You should. You should, should put an L down. <laughs> we'll just have to see how them Gators do. So this one happened the other day too. This one was really. It wasn't really a surprise, but this is another guy that's on this market now that could be a really, really solid pickup for somebody. Um, even somebody like Auburn, I think, should look at a guy like this because mm-hmm. this is somebody I think they might could get. Casey Thompson entered the portal, Texas's quarterback. You yeah. know, he yeah. started pretty much all year. And this guy, I'm, now I'm not surprised he left because with Quinn Ewers getting there, the money they're giving this kid, you know he's guaranteed starter day one. He's I was about to say, Texas the way prodigal it, son. I was yeah. going to say, the way it sounds, him going there, they're like, yeah, you're going to start. And he's yeah. like, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Thompson, he was not the problem this year, man. He had a solid season. I mean, he threw for almost 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, nine picks. I mean, that's B, solid. B.J. Rock, uh, was it B.J. Robinson? B. John Robinson, yeah, tailback, B. John, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was having he was having a good year yeah. as well I mean, up until they was, started losing. It was not really the the problem. The problem with them was defense and then late game decisions by Sark is what killed them ultimately. But I think Thompson will be a solid pickup, man. I, I every time I watched him this year, I thought he was a pretty serviceable quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, he can he's a much better passer than people think. They yeah. think he's just a scrambler or a runner, and that's just not true. I mean, he yeah. can absolutely sling it. You go back and you look at. It's one of the fell to pieces, but you go back and look at the fucking <laughs> Red River rivalry. <laughs> yeah, you know Thompson was slinging that motherfucker all around. Mm-hmm. So, um, another big rumor for the portal. This has not happened yet, but I've consistently heard about this over the last week. DJU could hit the portal. Really? Yes. Ooh, that would be not good for Clemson. That is yeah. going to be extremely alarming. To tell you that, true, that will be the nail in the coffin for I think fucking so. Dabo. I think know? so. Because as of right now, Dabo, 
and Clemson University is like in a fucking fire right now. They're in a frenzy right now. It feels yeah. like they're just struggling to keep their head above no water. No offensive coordinator, uh, offensive coordinator, no defensive coordinator, no athletic director. Well, no. they've actually made some coordinator changes, but all they did was, was move, the next, move, yeah. move the next guy. So up. I'm like, that to me is still alarming too. Like, but still, that's that's like nobody really. Yeah, I mean, they may do a good job, but, like, man, a guy like Elliot and Venables, they've been there so long, like, you can't, I just don't feel like you yeah. can just promote from within and be okay. Like, there's yeah. going to be some yeah. drop-off. And the only thing Davo's doing is talking shit on fucking Twitter, like, oh, yeah, this NIL shit, and it's ruining college football. It's like... He's just salty because he's at the bottom. Everybody, everybody, yeah, this <laughs> dude just needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Point. It's like, everybody is like... Nick Saban, for example, he had to replace Kirby Smart... Oh yeah, I mean we we McElwain. go through it. We go through it all the time, man. Yeah. Like it's they even somebody pulled some stats a couple of weeks ago. It was like our 2015 title team with Coker and Henry. Like pretty much our entire yeah. staff that was we had that year went on to be head coach. Hell, fucking Henry. Nick Saban at the beginning of this year, the way that Alabama was sort of shaky, they're like, oh, how much can Nick Saban keep this up? Blah 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 blah. And then oh, yeah. when they lost to Clemson in the title, oh, Nick Saban ain't gonna. Oh yeah, that. yeah, this is crazy. Dynasty's over. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened to us when we lost Clemson that It's fucking Dan Enos. I'm telling you, he was the damn problem. He was a fucking sleeper agent Dabo put in to wreck our fucking yeah, shit. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> um, this was another thing that was newer that came out. This was super interesting. Um, Virginia Tech's quarterback, Braxton Burmeister. That kid's actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He is going to not play in the pinstripe bowl. He's entering the portal. Oh, shit. So now VT's only got two quarterbacks on the roster. And I, I'm really surprised he left, man. I know they got the coaching change and everything, yeah. but um, that was that was kind of a shock to me. Um, another guy, I didn't know he was even transferring, Michael Penix Jr. Um, really? He's transferring to Washington. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, that would be uh, pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, that's a good pickup for Washington, but it just depends. I mean, he just regressed heavily this year after that yeah, end. He just did not yeah. look the same guy. I mean, maybe now with another – Another good offseason, everything year, you know, more time removed from the surgery. I mean, maybe he can bounce back to what he did, yeah. you know, year prior. But um, you know, if he can, it's great for Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, that will boost them big time. I was so, gonna say plus you know. two, him going to the Pac-12. Pac-12 ain't no different. Well, no, I was they're gonna say they're a little. They've regressed a lot more than fucking they're, big they're team. Not as physical because yeah. like, we all know SEC is king of physicality. But, but next yeah. conference up, you would have to put 10. the Big Ten. Yeah, it's, so yeah. he goes out there out west. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's just yeah. not physical. Yeah. It's a lot of finesse, just speed type of game, really. Yeah. So completely different upon that standpoint. Um, I guess it's most of the Portal Combat stuff now. I guess we could jump into some of this recruiting that we've had. With I was saying, was that Emory Jones? Uh, in yes, Jones. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Hey, He's got... actually going to play the bowl game though. Yeah, I think so, that. Yeah, I mean, hats off to him for doing that. That's that's awesome. <clears throat> um, if I'm a Florida fan, though, it probably makes me feel pretty good about AR-15 sticking around. Yeah. yeah. I know it hadn't been confirmed yet, but I'm like, with Jones leaving, I feel like that's probably why. Yeah. You yeah. know, they've probably done told him, like, look, this kid's future, we're going to have to do this. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, going into the recruit thing, is Texas A&M still leading in the recruiting? No. Well, that they, they they are and they're not, but you know how this is right now. Yeah. Until we finish in February, that so many places are going to grade it differently. Yeah. They're top two. But they're in my book. They're still number one right now. Um, this this is something that I've I've got to fucking bring up because I'm all right. I'm fucking so tired of Aggie fans this last week. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, we get it. Y'all fucking beat us. Who gives a shit? 
You're yeah. in the Gator Bowl. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. I'm going to ride this all day like y'all ride that fucking win. So my biggest standpoint on this is, and I understand, like, yeah, be excited you got the number one class. I'm not telling you not to be. I get mm-hmm. it. You know, that that's stuff that changes your program. I mean, mm-hmm. we've done it when Saban got there, of course. Yep. All right? I don't give a shit how good this class is if you're going to turn around and go 8-4 and four next year or 9-3. and three. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. Show me you can fucking do something with well, it. Because my like, thing is, he's recruited well since he got there. He has. And it hasn't made a difference. One, because you've yet to have a game-changing quarterback. And I know they got Max Johnson coming in. He could – He maybe he has a bigger year next year. Maybe a Burrow-type yeah. season. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But until I see it, he ain't had one. Yeah. I mean, uh, and that goes against it. Like Jimbo, if he doesn't get it done, he's, he, he can recruit, but he can't get the players to do – you know, developed yeah. into what he wants them to be. Well, Jimbo, this is my whole thing. And I know me and you talked about this. And I actually <clears throat> tweeted this earlier this week. But I'm going to bring this up again because, one, I'm surprised Aggie fans didn't jump on this, which, which I say that. Y'all motherfuckers didn't want to hear it. Yeah. So, supposedly, Jimbo was, is so much better than someone. They've been so much better off. In four years with someone, and this was a mid-jumping into the SEC at the time, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. With four years in someone, they had one win over Bama. They won a fucking Cotton Bowl, and he was 36 and 16. Okay? Pretty fucking good. Yeah. Pretty solid, especially considering you're in the SEC. Yep. Jimbo in four years, one win over Bama, he's won an Orange Bowl, and he's 34 and 14. Where's the fucking difference? Yep. Yeah. He's the nice. same fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't want to hear any excuse from them because when he showed up and he signed there four years ago, it was like, oh, God, we signed the next Nick Saban. It's <laughs> over now. Yeah. Gig him. Gig what? <laughs> Another trip to the fucking Gator Bowl? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm so tired of them this week, man. Like, yeah. it just kills me. Like, until you do something with the town... Look at Kirby. Yeah. Kirby has killed it in recruiting ever since he's been in Georgia, but what has he not had? A game-changer quarterback. Exactly. He's had some on the roster, but it's too damn stupid to put him in there. Yep. And then a lot of these other guys, he just hadn't developed them. Yep. Make, I mean, it, to the, make, it, make it to the national championship, but choke. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I would rather have a coach that – I mean, I want to recruit well, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But Saban has mastered the fact that, yeah, we get big recruiting classes, but he turns them into who they're supposed to be. Exactly. Whether it be, you know, their play – Character, well, whatever, well, he changes well, them. Well, the thing about, you know, Nick Saban is, is like, you know, he, uh, from what I heard, when everything's done, everybody's signed, right. he gets all the new recruits in for a team, well, uh, pretty much like a team meeting. And he tells them, he was like, y'all are four or five star recruits. He's like, so are they. Yeah. yeah. He's like, when you, when you go out for the first day of practice, you're a one star. Yeah. I mean, pretty it's much, true. That, it's pretty much fucking true. It's, true. it's like you're going up against the best of the best. So it's like just because you made it to you know like to a university of Alabama, to a university of Georgia, to any powerhouse. I was about to say, once you get there, that shit don't matter. Yeah, yeah. in high I mean, school, you know, in high school, you can get away with that bullshit. Transfer if you wanted to transfer high school. You might be a you'll home. be you'll be fucking starting yeah. automatically. But you once you come be, in to a especially like. Good programs like yeah. Alabama or you know a Georgia, yeah. you know mm-hmm. teams like that that get yeah. high recruits every year. Yeah, exactly. You're the lowest dog. You yeah, gotta go yeah, out there. You gotta you go be, out there and get it. You yeah. can be like you can be the you know Gatorade Player of the Year. You can be All State. You can be a fucking All American. But you gotta realize too, the guy next to you 
She's the yeah. same shit. And you're in the same recruitment. That dude's all American. That dude's all American. Yeah. The starters are all American. Full yeah, exactly. So you gotta just go out and there. It's like you gotta realize too, like veterans there. Yeah, they're all American, but they're all Americans in college. Mm-hmm. They and there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, there's a reason that this guy right here, you know, six four, two hundred and fifty six pound, uh, you know, defensive defensive end is all American, first team, all the SEC. But that's the reason. Yep. You gotta work for it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, until he starts developing, it just doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I mean, we've seen so many people. I mean, you go. I go back to, like, years ago when uh, <clears throat> fucking Hugh Freeze was a little miss, and they get that huge recruiting class. Yeah. I mean, it did pay off in ways. Don't get me wrong. They hit another level there for about two years. But did they ever actually do anything with it? No. no. They beat us two years in a row and then would fucking blow it a couple weeks later, similar to what A&M's been doing. Oh, we beat Bama. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like... So they had a, Everybody wants to get to the top, but guess yeah. what? Staying there is even fucking harder. Yeah, exactly. Getting there is the easy. Mm-hmm. Staying up there is the hardest yeah. part. Because mm-hmm. everybody's gunning for you. Yeah, we've yeah. we've had a target on our back since fucking '09, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking almost 2022. Yeah, we're yep. used to this. Yep. So we got we got to talk about Travis Hunter too. Like we, oh yeah, we we gotta get into that. Yeah, yeah if if most people haven't heard, uh, Travis Hunter, Hunter, depending on what site you look at, some had him at the number one recruit, some had him at the number two. Anyways, top two recruit or or whatever. The top what, recruit of the nation. Pretty yeah, much, pretty yeah. much, he's unanimous at this point. But he uh, signed with Jackson State, a historic. Uh, Black College University, Mississippi. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's the the school where Deion Sanders uh, coaches, and they just actually got their ass handed to them yeah, <laughs> in the celebration yeah. bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he was basically the number the top recruit in the nation, yeah. and he goes and signs there. And some people are saying it's a money it's a money grab because Deion Sanders. I believe it, it. Is he's he's teamed up with Barstool Sports and Barstool's paying this kid like over a million dollars. Yeah, but also you don't know anything else about his details on his deal. Mm-mm. He's getting his own reality show. Yeah, yeah, really? that's supposedly his rumor too. Yeah. yeah, so that's even more money. And that's my thing. Like, first of all, like if the kid really wanted to go to an HBCU, that's fine. Kudos yeah. to you, sir. You you do your own thing. You make your own path. And like, I you don't, don't get, have to do what everybody yeah. else does. Oh, yeah. I'm all I mean, for don't that. get that wrong if they're wanting to make the that the you know that league more successful into like you know say yeah. like the SEC or you know all the regular universities yeah. whatever. That's fine. There's no difference from that. But, but it seems more like a money grab. Yeah. Well, yeah. the th- well, the thing about it is, which I've been hearing it on. Uh, I heard the story on uh, college football on Censor. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Marler and Tyler Huck. But uh, saying that before he start was fisting to come, you know, to commit, mm-hmm. he was late. He was late to his own commitment and signing, you know, day. Yeah, the biggest thing I didn't like, too, about the whole thing is, like, well, I don't like the cash grab part, but I get it. Like, it's an 18-year-old kid, you throw money in his face. Yeah. I, I know what I would have done at 18. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even going to yeah. act like I wouldn't. I know yeah. I'd do it. Yeah. But the two crappy parts to this, is one, most of his best friends had committed to go to Florida State with him. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they'll stay committed, but either way, that just that's kind of – I just don't like that. You know what I mean? You yeah. all make that commitment as, like, brothers to go there. You should honor that. But on the flip side, 
like you said, he was late, and people were trying to call him all morning yeah. to figure out if he was okay. What would, he would yeah, not exactly. answer anybody's phone calls. That's just wrong, man, because yeah. at that point, people were just concerned, are you okay? Like, yeah. Yeah. did something happen? And, and not to mention that this guy, this guy literally said, he's like, Florida State was his dream school. He loved Florida State, but... I don't know. It's just something. Some just don't don't seem right. Well, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, if the kid's good, it's gonna show on film that he is. Oh, good. it's not gonna affect him draft wise. I've heard people yeah. say like that shit does not matter. Like, no, it, I mean, no, Carson yeah. Wentz was the second overall pick for North Dakota State. Now I know that's like the premier FCS school, but still, yeah. if you're good enough and you go to like well, these senior bowls and these fucking you know well, combines like, and you show out, it doesn't yeah, no matter. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like you know, like Malcolm Butler. He came from West Alabama. Yeah, he came yeah. from fucking West Alabama, and he made one of the biggest <laughs> plays in Super Bowl history. Yeah, so <coughs> if you're good, you're good. Yeah, you that's know. not going to be the issue now. The issue is run the fucking ball. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, it still makes me well, well, And Marshawn Lynch, come the fuck on, guy. Come on. He, he literally run the man. ball the play before that gets you right can there. We, by the way, can we get Marshawn Lynch as a head coach? Can we please do that? I would fucking kill to see hey, him he's as a head a, coach. He, he's actually a head coach for uh, like a peewee uh, football team. Man, man. he's actually a pretty I know damn where, good. If he was coach peewee around here, I know where my son be going. Hell yeah. <laughs> he smoked every damn day. But at the end of the day, though, it's like, I don't know, like, if I was a top recruit, you think I would want to go to, like, a, a more highly talented... You want to compete. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the one thing that people talk about. I get that, but at the end of the day, I'm just more mad because, like, Dion, he's he's getting so mad because he's like, this is not a cash guy. Dude, everybody knows you work for Barstool still. Like, yeah. when he left the NFL Network, got fired, whatever, he went to Barstool. He still... Uh, he still ev- does a pod with them. Every yeah. Sunday, he, he makes yes. picks and everything. and I'm like... These rumors acting, are coming out with his money. Much we acting, know it happened. He's yeah. pretty much acting like nothing's happening. He's like, oh, this kid just, you know, and the decided, way, like, right then and there. And the way this happened with the whole NIDL stuff, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change how everybody gets recruited now. Yeah, obviously. exactly. It is, and I agree with another thing that they had talked about on that Uncensored pod, I really agreed with this. Well, and I understand everybody going, okay, well, this is ruining the sport. And it's different. I get yeah. it. It's different. I I'm getting used to it, but it yeah. is sort of strange. But now, at least if you're in a smaller, like, state with not as great football programs, though, you actually have more of a chance to keep these big guys you get because yeah. you can go, hey, well, everybody knows you here. If you come here, the NIL money is going to be better than if you yeah. if you're a big recruit in Nebraska and you go to Nebraska, you're going to get more money staying in Nebraska because yeah. you're the hometown kid. Everybody knows you. If you turn around, and you go all the way across the country to an Alabama or a Georgia, yeah, yeah, exactly. you're still going to make money, but you got to make that name for yourself yeah. first. Yeah. So that is one good oh. thing about it that people oh, yeah. need to see. Speaking of NIL deals, have y'all tried the Tuscaloosa? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. That shit is fucking awesome. Oh, the really? Fuck yeah, it is. It's like fucking steak. It's a damn steak sub and damn, damn it's loaded. <laughs> well, until, until I get to the commercial with him throwing one in somebody's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see it. I gotta see it. It's still, gotta happen. I, I still want to go up Talk to the subway and be like, can I get a Tuscaloosa dumpling? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, it's like, <laughs> talk about a minute and 30. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Um, no, of course, like recruiting is still bouncing around right now. We'll we'll yeah. know more about this in in uh, February when everything's kind of completed at that point, and we'll 
We'll be getting into that then we'll and kind of break whole, down some of these classes. Make a segment of the recruiting yeah, going we'll, around. Yeah, we'll break down these classes. Hey, I will say one thing. Florida Gators got a five-star recruit. I will say that. <laughs> hey, look, and my thing is people have been shitting on Napier. I get it. But the guy came in at a horrible time. It's yeah, like right man. before the fucking early signing period, and you're having to win these guys over. In like over. two weeks. And my thing is, I agree with what people said. Sure, he could go sign people left and right, but if they don't fit his program, it's not going to matter because yeah, they can yeah. transfer in the spring. Yeah. So he went out and got guys he knew was going to fit and stick, and they did jump up a lot considering. Mm-hmm. I think he did a good job. I really do. Yeah. Just, it's going to take. It's going to be a year well, for him to keep saying. Well, about the, well, about this whole thing on the, like the transfer portal and everything. I'm just going to come out and say this. Nick Saban warned y'all about this. No, yeah, no, he did. He did. He he warned he warned everybody about this, and but. He ain't mad. <laughs> well, at the Nobody end of the day, if, if you're mad about transfers happening, these kids leaving, one, they're, they're young men, they're going to be indecisive as part of it. But at the end of the day, if you have a finger on the pulse of your program and you know everybody and you can keep up with everybody's mentality and see when yeah. something's wrong, you can keep them there. Yeah. So at the end of the day, sometimes you, you're probably not doing your part of it either and finding yeah. a career path for them there. Yeah. So then they're going to leave. Yeah. Especially now. And then I think easy. everybody should have known this stuff was going to happen because it started off in basketball. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody should have known that this the was going to be. Yeah. Not this the one and done, but you got to think, like, there's a lot of uh, talented basketball players that wasn't getting, you know, what they wanted at a certain programs. So yeah. they went to these, yeah, you know, yeah. different ones and, you know, started making a name for themselves mm-hmm. at, the, like, a smaller school kind of deal. And you, everybody should have known that this was going to leak into the fo- yeah. football and oh, college yeah. football like oh, yeah. it has. No, that's true. It's very true. Um,. All right, so I think now we need, we need to get into our Christmas. 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 Right. Christmas. 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 Merry like, Christmas. Merry I, I will let you guys start with y'all's first, but I will say this, too. Like, if you try to shit on me for listening to Baby is Cold Outside during the Christmas time, I'm gonna have, we're going to fucking square up, okay? Because you're the same motherfuckers who are going to complain, and you probably got your 12-year-old dancing to Cardi B on fucking TikTok. Just shut the fuck up. Like, it's getting, I, just, I had to get this rant out of there, man. It's pissing it's me off. It's getting a little rapey outside. <laughs> By the way, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, wait, 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 wait. I want to ask y'all this. What is y'all's favorite Christmas song? Uh... uh that's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, we're getting into the Christmas festivities. And Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer is always great. I mean, yeah. that's oh, just yeah. a, it's a really funny, like, humorous song. I don't really mind Christmas music. It's a, it's a real humorous song. So if you but... hate Christmas music, like, you need to just, like, get in the fucking spirit, bro. Like, yeah. it's only once a year. It, yeah. It's once a year. Like, yeah. I don't just blare it all the time and get wrong, but it doesn't bother me. No. It, it just sets the mood for me. Yeah, and the only thing that bothers me is they keep repeating the same. Yeah, the yeah, same yeah, yeah, I can stuff. understand. Yeah. Other, they mix that shit up, you know? Because... Uh, like me and my wife when like for example we was driving to Jasper that's another we went to the old Cracker Barrel <laughs> to eat lunch and everything and that's not Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas oh my god yeah see that that's, yeah, that, that's where I draw the no, fucking yeah. line that it was playing on the damn radio I'm like okay it's cool it's only, I can listen it's, to on, that. it's only one time only one fucking time that's not we get uh, we go to you know the song ended we went to Cracker Barrel. Next you know, I'm driving down I-22. Next you know, out of nowhere, it's like, 
I'm like, fuck, you know. I give that song one listen. Yeah, one listen a year. One listen, and you're like, okay, yeah, you know, you know, it's it's a good song. Don't get me wrong, it's a good song. But then, but then after you hear it the fifty fucking thousand time, you're ready to. I was like, I understand why Eminem didn't want this bitch. Plus, too, if you work in a retail where you have retail job where you have no pretty much no control, yeah, radio, yeah. you're gonna hate that song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, give me give me some chestnuts roasting on the fire, man. Yeah. Like, give yeah. give me the classics. The yeah. classics is, is I like what classics I like. ones better. Yeah, than yeah, the classics is where it's at. Like, I would say my favorite one. I just love I love it. Uh, Frosty Snowman. Frosty Snowman. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, another yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a classic right there. Felice Snowdown. <laughs> yeah. <Felice Snowdown. laughs> I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, I think, well, with mine, um, has to be, I don't know, it's like uh, Jingle Bells or Rudolph. Yeah. I say Rudolph because, you know. Yeah, I'm saying that. That was always one of my favorites as a kid, too. Well, it was, you know, when, you know, you're, you're a kid and everything's like, well, when you have a fucking awesome ass fucking dad, <laughs> you know, that always like, you know, uh, on like Christmas Day and everything, doing the old classic Rudolph, right? Mm-hmm. Rudolph's and then you know you learn you learn the songs then you know when you're growing up. Another one I like is uh, Eagles. I'll be home for Christmas. Yes, they do. Yes. A really, yes. They, yeah, they yes. do a really good job that one. Uh, but uh, going on to our Christmas segment, what we got going on is we're gonna go and uh, we're just gonna pick the go through the SEC coaches. Uh, we're gonna pick. Are Santa, Jack Frost, Frosty, the Snowman, and then Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? That's who we're gonna pick as our stuff. Uh, who wants to go first? Hell, I'll go first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're up, Garrett. All right. Santa is gonna be Nick Saban <laughs> because he runs this shit. <laughs> he runs everything. Oh, good. Because, I mean, there's no explanation for the man. The man, you know, makes everybody his bitch. <laughs> goat. Yeah. yeah, he's a goat. Uh, you said uh, Santa, Jack, Jack Frost. Frost. Okay, Jack Frost. I say Dan Mullen. <laughs> Jeff, he, he was like that type of guy that's like, you know, <laughs> he's like, Oh, Christmas coming. Happy fucking New Year. <laughs> okay. Just point that out. He's not head coach no more, though. Uh, I mean, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, three for three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just threw me off. No, I'm going off like the active coaches for this year. That, yeah, I, I got I mean, even though they got fired, fuck Yeah, me. yeah, no, I, I, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I got my Santa. Get my Jack Frost. Now we need a Rudolph and a Frosty the Snowman. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. Well, I can I say Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. <laughs> he, he thinks he's leading. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, he thinks he thinks he's leading. He's like, get your popcorn ready. <laughs> he's like, I'm leading this bitch. <laughs> but and uh, Frosty the Snowman. I don't know. For Wait, that's. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You just did Frosty. What do you mean, Rudolph or Lane? I said Rudolph. No, no you said Frosty. Frosty. No, no, no. I said, uh, I said I was going into Frosty, but 
I went in with uh, Rudolph. Okay, that makes more Lane, sense. Lane, Lane Kiffin. Lane, okay, Lane, Lane Kiffin. Yeah, yeah, Lane Kiffin's my Rudolph. Okay, I got he, th- he thinks he's leading the shit, but yeah, you know, he you. ain't. But all right, my Frosty is going to be Ed Orgeron. <laughs> <laughs> Have a Cajun Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Dude, I bet like Christmas dinner at O's house would be fucking lit. Yeah. We have an Cajun crawfish bowl. <laughs> That was perfect. Good God, that was perfect. Go Tigers. <laughs> fucking nailed that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. <laughs> if I don't get an NIL deal out of this shit. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Yeah, boy. Oh, that and this good. shit was for nothing. <laughs> and, the re- and, the, and the rest of the motherfuckers are the elves. The elves so, yeah. you know. Oh, God. Oh, that was good. That was solid. Yeah. We right. started off right. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> you gotta follow this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my uh, my Santa, I'm gonna go with what you picked. Uh, I'm gonna go with Nick Saban because he's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Hey, I mean, every year he just keeps pulling out his fucking bag of fucking <laughs> national <laughs> championships. <laughs> You want an SEC championship? Here you fucking go. <laughs> you want a national championship? Here you go, little Jimmy. <laughs> uh, but is that's... your trophy is, is your trophy case empty? <laughs> <laughs> Let's fix that. Yeah, I, I feel like if you asked, like, if you polled, if we did this and asked everybody who would their Santa would be, I'm pretty sure everybody would be yeah, almost unanimously. I uh, would be. Uh, I mean, I could probably make a case for Ed Orgeron. <laughs> like, what do you want for Christmas, little boy? <laughs> Here's your crawfish. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're not fucking Orgeron for Halloween next year, I'm gonna kill you. Oh, let's go. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to my Jack Frost. As most people know, Jack Frost is the rival of Santa. So, within that same spirit. I'm going to pick Kirby Smart as my Jack Frost because he's the little bitch over there <laughs> that's whining and crying because Santa Claus gets all the praise by the little kids. <laughs> you know, that's very well said. Yeah. <laughs> he's sitting there crying because he can't get it done. <laughs> Santa over here like, oh yeah, you brought me a PS5. And that's when it's like, I made you a stick. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus here to save the day, and he's over there just crying out uh, his eyes because he can't, you he's know. On, he can't get out of the fucking shadow. Yeah. <laughs> he can't take over the North Pole. No. <laughs> I mean, everybody's watched Santa Claus 3. Look how that looked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how that played out. Oh, for my Frosty, uh, I got Sam Pittman. Okay. He, he's right, lockable. Right. I mean, he's kind of chubby too, so yeah. <laughs> it fits the bill. But, I mean, you got to think. He went over there and turned that program into... What was just miserable dog shit, <laughs> and turned around to be an actual fun program to be. Yeah, excited about yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So well, like I mean, they they dancing and everything, you know. Until, you know, until just, next season, he melts. Yeah, I'd say, we'll just have to see if he don't fucking melt. That's true. Yeah, exactly. he's gonna have to build on it. That's yeah. the thing about next year. Hopefully, he ain't gonna be my uh. Actual frost. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, hopefully he ain't gonna be. The sun comes out and he just goes to fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or he's gonna be thumpity thump thump the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! 
Uh, yeah, I, I can tell y'all miss me. <laughs> Damn it, boy. Ooh. All right. I just so, want to point out, we're sober, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No drinking. Uh, a lot of sober fun. But uh, going off uh, on my Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, it's going to be a candidate that needs to be the shining spot of the SEC. You know, you got Santa Claus. He oh, needs yeah. he needs that. You know, it's, it's gloomy in the SEC, yeah. real fogged up. He's trying to get out all these Christmas presents to all these fans, and they need somebody else in the SEC to come and shine through. Yeah, yeah. Here. I'm put. I'm gonna say the, my red off the red nose reindeer. He's gonna put on his fucking red nose. He's gonna lead through the flaw. I'm gonna go with Napier for Florida. Okay. All right. Okay. I think he is. It's very crucial that he is that he can turn this program around and get them out of this funk that they're in yep. and it'll be nice for the you know uh for the sec to get back florida in competition like they have yeah for the sec championship yeah yeah no i mean i agree i mean, I mean it's, it's, it's gonna be crucial so yeah and plus, I like and plus that. out of well out of every everybody else you know i believe that billy napier will give kirby smart actual challenge I mean, yeah, it needs to be, especially on the east side, because yeah, right now, I mean, Kentucky, mm, you know, they grow, uh, you know, they show that That's they, like once every that, Yeah, but here in the last three or four years, Kentucky has been gradually, you know, getting to that what point. What Stoops has been doing a fucking Because awesome what, this job. is, what, two 10-win seasons in a row for yeah. him? So, you know, Kentucky's on the rise. Tennessee looks like they could be, you know, on the rise, year, too. It ain't a one-year thing. Yeah. But what? But and it's nice to see. Yeah, but as far as like the East goes, they just have to have Florida up there. Oh yeah, no, they do. They, they have to. It just it really hurts the Florida, whole conference when they're not. To yeah. me, to me, Florida is Georgia's kryptonite. Yeah. When when it comes down to when they're clicking, yeah. I mean, obviously we've seen that the last couple of years. So I mean, it's yeah. very crucial. And I mean, Florida is a, just a great program to go to as like yeah, university wise they're like one of the top universities mm-hmm. to go to so it, you know yeah. it'll just help out even better if they can get that program around yeah, yeah. i was kind of hoping for a 2008 you know florida gator team 30 for 30 but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know how that how all that done <laughs> but yeah so that's my that's that's who i'm picking for my for my uh christmas list all right so i guess we'll get on with mine now so I actually went a little different route than you guys with some of my choices. Anyway. We got right. a couple of guys that we hadn't used at least. All right. All right. So Santa Claus, I didn't actually go with Saban, even though I do like y'all's renditions. Yeah, yeah. I went with Sam Pittman. All right. Yeah. He's yeah. Holly. He's Jolly. Everybody loves him. <laughs> All right. I mean, let's be honest. Who doesn't love Sam Pittman? Yeah. yeah. And who doesn't love Santa Claus? Yeah. So he went his ass down to Arkansas and gave him a merry fucking year. He's yeah. out here throwing out bees left and right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some bees on that bitch. Yeah. Bees on that bitch. <laughs> So, I, mean, I had to go with Pittman on Santa Claus for sure. Uh, my Jack Frost, I put Jimbo because Jack yeah. Frost is a cold-hearted, shit-talking son of a bitch who can never back it up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fucking Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, okay. He wants to be the king, but he fucking can't do it. He's, he just, great, he's a great value king. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's it. He talks too much shit, and he just doesn't back it up. So yeah, even Burger King. Felt like the right <laughs> choice for me. Frosty, I went with Kirby Smart because Frosty's my least favorite of these. <laughs> so I just put Kirby. And uh, I feel like Kirby, ma'am, when everybody else ain't doing good and it's low and cold and quiet, he's fucking killing it. 
As soon as that Alabama sun comes up, <laughs> down goes fucking frosting. So he's got the nose for it. Too. Yes, he fucking does. Yes. So I had to put Kirby. Okay. So all right for Rudolph. The way I looked at this. So what do we know about Rudolph? Right. He's a little different. Yeah. He's special. Hmm. He's just a unique son of a bitch. Mike fucking Leach. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about oh, mine yeah, being yeah. One, being him, and but I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna go with Billy Napier. But that is a good one. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I was just like, I got it. Like this is perfect for Leach. He's so weird and fucking quirky. Like, and he would be the same way. Like everybody makes fun of him all the time. He don't give a shit. He just goes out there and keeps winning. Yeah. <laughs> he gets the job fucking done. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he just doesn't care. Yeah. So he has a degree in Bigfoot. <laughs> I think he can speak the language too. <laughs> oh god! So, I guess that wraps up the Christmas part. I like that. That was pretty good. Oh yeah, well, yeah, that was enjoyable. I really well, like that. Also, to add on, this will be the last you know thing about you know for a Christmas thing. Uh, what is y'all's favorite Christmas movie? Oh man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I do like a lot of Christmas movies. I really don't. Well, besides the like the fucking Hallmark ones, okay. I don't need to yeah, see the yeah. the big town fucking hotshot CEO coming to small town, get with a banker, and it's all, it's cra- all, you know. I just it's all the same shit. shit. But yeah, fuck all of that. Some of them are okay, but it's still like you just beat a so dead horse. It's so predictable. Yeah, that's my thing. Leonard, yeah. you're talking about two percent of the population that actually likes Hallmark movies. So <laughs> I, I didn't I gotta, say I like them, but I said some of them are yeah, good. Yeah, For yeah. me. It's a two-parter. So, for me, it's a tie. It's between A Christmas Story. That's an all-time classic. Yeah, I ne- yeah, yeah. We, there's a ton of how many times we've already watched that this month, and I yeah. just never get tired of it. I don't know why. Just the, the humor's good. The aesthetic of everything. Yeah, no. Just really sets you in. And then Home Alone. Yeah. I fucking yeah, love Both Alone. of them, too. Everybody says that they're like the second one's not really, Shut the fuck up. It's a Christmas movie, yeah. and it's good. Fuck yeah. you. All right? But those, those are my favorites yeah. by far. I I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's unanimous for everybody. But outside of them two, what would be your next? Uh, I actually do. Even though it's like a, <clears throat> even though it's animated, I do like Polar Express a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a really yeah, good one. Another one, one that's that's really one. just sets you in the whole mm-hmm. kind of vibe and spirit of yeah. Christmas. I feel like. Um, I'm gonna go with one of mine out of the two. That's actually pretty good, and this is probably a lot of other people's. Uh, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, God, yeah, yeah. That, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a must watch for us every year. Yeah, cousin yeah. Eddie is my fucking favorite. <laughs> <Yeah. now. laughs> All day. Yeah. I think with me, well, other besides you know Christmas Story or like Grinch. I could probably I honestly take that out of the mix too and find yeah, something. Yeah, like the Grinch and yo, you the, know, the, yeah, yeah, you, you know, pretty much your standard for mm-hmm. you know Christmas movies, but uh, but my. My favorite one, while I was, you know watching it from, from a kid to now, and it's actually an underrated movie that a lot of people don't talk about too, and that's Jingle All the Way. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was just gonna say that was another one of mine. Yeah, uh, yeah, that one's really good. That was probably like one of the best. I fucking swear, I thought he was about to say Die Hard. No, <laughs> I was actually going to get into that. Do you? Do you? Think no, that Die Hard is no, a Christmas movie. No, I mean, if you want to count it and watch it, that's fine. But it's I based on Christmas time. I don't need enough. Characters. I've had enough fucking Bruce Willis in my life. Yeah, me too. Okay, that's my, I don't. I don't need it. All right? I think Bruce Willis is tired of Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. You know what the other two greatest Christmas movies ever? Bad Santa, 
Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Friday after next. Yeah. 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 Bad Santa, though, man, that is great. I fucking love Bad Santa so much. Oh, um, yeah. You want us to make you some sandwiches? <laughs> Jesus Christ, kid, what's with you on fucking sandwiches? <laughs> um, yeah, that one's an all-timer. Um, I do think another one um, that honestly... Don't get him much love. Uh, well, this I had actually never seen this until a couple weeks ago. What was that Christmas movie that we watched with Vince Vaughn and Witherspoon? What was oh, it, Four uh, Christmases? Yeah, Four Christmases. That was yeah. really good. That was oh, really yeah. fun. Yeah, like, that was a good one. That, that was, uh, we watched half of it about the week before we watched it over here at the mm-hmm. house. And I never got to see the ending of it, so that's why I rewatched the it. The fact but... that Tim McGraw was in it was like my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> it took me forever to realize who. It. <laughs> <laughs> it took me forever to realize who the yeah. fuck that was. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas to uh, everybody. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 hold on, guys. We live in a different age now. It's happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to offend nobody. No, 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 fuck that shit. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry um, Christmas. Yeah, I get before we get into Wampus, like I guess like piggybacking off of that too. Like I mean, for sure. Like, all you, happy holidays, all you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, really oh, enjoy yeah. it. Spend time with your family, and uh, remember reason for the season too. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus being here, doing everything he does for almost every day. I mean, just really take time to think about the blessings you have. Cause we're all a lot more rich than we really realize most of the time. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. <clears throat> so all right now, you got a doozy for us on the Wampus Cat. Yeah. So let's uh let's get into that one. He got his cigarette. He's ready to talk. So there, there's, we're, it's, it's two things. The first one we're gonna it's a, it's a little smaller, but the second one got a pretty good bit to unpack here. All right, and this is this is gonna be great because G-Tuck's here with me. <laughs> we live this. All right. So we're going back to the good old band days. Now this this was after once upon a time we moved on from punk rock. Started playing with a couple other people. Not gonna mention their names again. Full disclosure. But started playing like metal and alternative. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, but one year after we started rolling pretty good, we decided that we were gonna do Tuscaloosa's Got Talent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, you know, I forget. You know, I know it's studio type with one of the things you could win. It's a buddy to it, it think. Well, no, it was actually $1,000 for studio time. Okay. Which, I got a degree in audio engineering. A $1,000 probably get you, like, probably like three hours in the studio. Yeah, it was just, just not enough time. No. So... That was what was at stake, but we just wanted to do it and, like, get our name out there, you know, like, really get some good PR. So, we head down there to audition, and the audition was quite interesting because I remember, I know I rode with Twitch. Yeah. We got fucking lost because his GPS, literally, we were just driving down these little streets, and it's like, you have arrived. Look to your right. It's a fucking empty field. There's <laughs> fucking nothing there. Uh, wasn't that the Bama Theater in T-Town? Yeah, the Bama Theater is where it ended up being the show, at least. But, but the audition <laughs> was like a, well, it was across from like the damn dentist's office, like in the outskirts. Little bitty ass place. In the, in the outskirts of T-Town, like in that little strip. Uh, You got you to gotta tell me more about that. Uh, Well, you know, the... Landmark. We basically auditioned in like a little loft. 
Yeah, was. Like it was really tight. Was it around the downtown area? Pretty much. Yeah, Yeah, I got you. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just like what made it worse was like, man, we got all of our fucking equipment, all right, and we were never blessed to have roadies. We're saying, (laughs) all right, and you can bet any time we had to unload something too. Two of them were going to have to shit out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So it ended up basically being me and G-Tuck, his dad, unloading every fucking thing. Yeah. So the worst part was that we had to go upstairs. So we had to take like these mains and subs, yeah, fucking like half 50, 50 pound, 50 pound speakers. All this shit up fucking stairs. And that's no, we get no, uh, and that's no, we get in there and that's no, the, the judges for that was like, oh, y'all didn't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. They had a fucking karaoke system for a damn sound. Oh, yeah. So we did all that. We didn't even have to. Yeah, Yeah. that was great. So we're already like fucking exhausted just getting everything up there. There's no doubt. It's like, no, fuck it. We're setting it up. (laughs) (laughs) We just throwed it up there. We're like, no, we're here to do it. Yeah. We gave them a whole fucking show. We did. So, like, we auditioned with Animals by Nickelback. Um, Did really good. Obviously, we got to. To go to the show, you know, it was really, really good audition. Like, I was really happy with it. Yeah. Um, so then we know we're in. We had about what about a month to get ready, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, and at the time, and I'll touch on this later. Had we known what the the benefit was of the show, we probably would have just played animals again. But alas, Rock we ended roll. up. Yeah. <laughs> so we we fucking we practiced for like a month straight, and we decided we were going to do down for sickness by disturbed. Okay. Yeah. So. The night before we even go up there, this was this was during the Xanax era. <laughs> <laughs> Xanax were rolling. Tuck decides he's gonna get a fucking mohawk <laughs> the day before the show. <laughs> so he looks like a fucking medieval war viking walking in this fucking place. It was so funny too watching people look at us because yeah. we were so different from everybody else. Yeah. Everybody looked at us like we were the devil. <laughs> they were just like, Who the fuck are these guys? They probably had some like rich Teenage girl playing the piano, fucking. Well, we got. Yeah, you had a lot of stuff well, like no, that. No, no, no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> there was a little kid that we called Oh Little Honey Boo Boo, <laughs> <laughs> and her mom was like right behind us. <laughs> yeah, it was like so. When we get up there, this was like really where the fun started for me because we could not find a fucking parking space. <laughs> so we drive around, yeah, circling the whole block like constantly because like. The only places we could find a park was fucking way away. We're like, look, we got to tell all this shit, and we're, we're not fucking doing this. So we finally, there's one or two spaces open in the front. Well, me and Mom pull into one, and then no more we pull in there. Like, the, the next space to us adjacent is free, but they have a traffic cone in it for some fucking reason. <laughs> Still don't know why it was even there. And it's deep down. The DOT puts cones out for. Uh, yeah, know, I mean that's fucking, fucking true. They do it for sport, basically. <laughs> so, like as we're sitting there, I know mom. She's like, "Well, where's he gonna pull up at? Like, I don't know what's what, what's gonna happen here." I'm like, and I literally looked at her and I told her, I was like, "Tuck's gonna pull up. He's gonna run over that fucking traffic <laughs> cone, and he's gonna fucking steal it." <laughs> and that is exactly what happened. He run right over that son of a bitch. Gets out and he was like, "What the fuck was that?" And he looks over there. Oh, it's a traffic cone. Picks it up, throws it in the back of the fucking truck, and it is still there to this fucking yeah, day. it is. We still have it in the it, old house. It's still, it's still in the old house. It's souvenirs. <laughs> <laughs> and not to mention, like, at the Bama Theater, uh, we didn't realize, too, that Robert Plant yeah. uh, played the night, night before, you know, or the night, you know, well, the night uh, after. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that was really cool and, to be like on the same stage as what another legend was going to be yeah, on shortly. That yeah, was really, exactly. really unique. Um, I mean, you might not think it's a big deal, but it was a big deal for us. Yeah, no, it was cool. Um, so, like, we started unpacking everything, getting there, like, we're getting set up. And, you know, being the whole backstage experience and everything was really neat, like, because we basically just had everything set up and ready to just roll it, like, where we had to have it. And they yeah. gave us enough time to move the drums, but amps and stuff we kind of just had stationary yeah you know to the side well actually the drums were stationary too we had but me and dad had to set up set them up behind the curtain while that's right while there was like five acts before us what amazed me for this show too was your dad was fucking rolling (laughs) he was was rolling and i had supreme the, the the ability of this man to be able to just fucking shrug off anything and do a show is fucking remarkable honestly yeah. like and i know you hear all these stories these rock stars do it but i'm telling you just seeing somebody do it and because you there were so many times on any show but especially this one i was like oh fuck i'm like i, just, I hope he can he holds together <laughs> he goes out there and fucking kills it yeah. he's been struggling all day and goes out there like it ain't shit and just nails his performance so whenever we go do the show, like, there was one girl that we heard, she went on a couple spots before us, and we thought she was going to win it. She was unbelievably talented. Like, oh, my God. She had a magnificent voice. And we were like, look, if anybody's going to beat us, it's her. Like, because she's great. Was he on the only, like, band there? Or was there... Yeah, we was was the only, like, full-size band. Yeah, there was, like, like two fart acts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, nobody like us. You had a full, you know, full unit going. Yeah. Um... So, like, when we get out there and we go do the show, like, first of all, it was, it was one of the funnest experiences I ever had. It was one of the largest crowds we played. Yeah, there was, I don't know how many people was there, there, but was, it was a lot. There was I mean, about, it was like a two it, or three tier for seating. Yeah, it was like 1,500 people there. Yeah, so, and it was awesome, because, like, as soon as, before we even start, you know, the curtains open up, you get all these cameras going off everywhere, like, it was, man, the adrenaline was yeah. unfucking real and and we got and we killed it. We did a great job, man. We, we should have. We had a whole month to prepare, but you know, we really nailed the song. Did a good job. We felt really confident. Um, this is where the bad part happens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no more than we get done. Like we realized because we, we knew the money that was getting raised for all this was going to some sort of benefit, but we we didn't. We never knew what. Suppose we probably should have asked that. Yeah. So all the money went to a benefit for like autism research and awareness. <laughs> and we just got there in front of fifteen hundred people and play fucking down with the sickness for an autism benefit. Hey, everybody! I mean, everybody was fucking loving it though. I mean, they did, but it was just like, oh my no, god, no, we did not just do that. Well, well, the guys that we was hanging out with backstage was like, they heard our performance and they was like. That was bad song choice. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is where when we learned this is when I learned it was for autism. autism. And I was just like, What do you mean, bud? And I was like, Hey, that was a kick ass song. He's <laughs> <laughs> like for autism and awareness, I'm like, Well, fuck me. <laughs> we never had a clue. Like, yeah. we never had a so clue. So we're we got a video on YouTube <laughs> from one of our fans, one of our crazy ass fans. That videoed us during this time playing down with the sickness to 1,500 people at Bama Theater <laughs> and killing it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was still like a super fun experience, but that was like, oh my God, that the fact that that happened. I just did, I did not know. It was we like, we, know. we was on the news. <laughs> yeah, like it was, it was crazy. The shitty part too was like when the competition was over with, like what, what, what did we place? I don't remember. Second. Second. Okay. 
So the person who ended up winning. So first of all, the girl that we thought was even going to beat us didn't, didn't even win. Play she it. finished lower than us. She didn't even place. Oh, okay. she didn't. Okay, no, there she you didn't go. Even place. Didn't even place, which was a fucking joke. The girl who ended up winning was like, what? How is she? Like fucking 10, 12 years yeah. old? Like, but in our category, we got beat by a guy who, two guys who played a acoustic guitar and a fucking ukulele. Yeah, that's right. Damn, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the whole thing was like fucking <laughs> yeah. rigged, honestly, because like the girl who won, after she won, and she was not like, for, to be younger, was she pretty talented for her age? Sure. But was she better than everybody that was there? Hell no. They she was, just wasn't. There was some money getting slipped. Well, see, we ended up finding out like her parents were like a big funder to this whole event. Yeah. Um, so it was like, oh, what a fucking surprise, you yeah. know? And that's why we never did it again after that. No. People would always tell us, and I'm like, we're not going to do something. It's just pre-fucking set. It, I mean, it, what's the yeah, point? Yeah, it is. Boosters. It was yeah. good exposure you, at the time, you, and it just wasn't worth everything. It's like, if you ain't a booster, you ain't going to win. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's it a was, lot of time and effort carrying all the equipment. Just yeah, I mean, a lot of time and money for nothing. Just yeah. to lose, just, just to go in and be like, oh yeah, I know I'm going to lose, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, we never, we, and we never was the type to be like, you know, there's no way we can't be beaten. But it was just, again, like that girl that didn't even place. If she would have like beat yeah, us exactly. and won it, man, well, I'd have been like, well, yeah, that makes perfect well, sense. Well, like, teacher, that says it all though, because she was, you know, she nailed her performance. Yeah, she was unreal. Yeah, unreal. And it was just. I don't know. Money getting slipped under the fucking table for the damn judges. And yeah. The guy, and the guy coming in, no, the guy was like acting like he was actually on a fucking talent show. He'd be like, come in, uh, come in after, oh, before the show, you know, introducing everybody. And that's when he, come, he comes in at the end of the fucking show wearing a fucking cape like he's fucking Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that guy. It's like Bob Barker if he was in a fucking uh, retirement home. <laughs> so that that was pretty much the whole deal with the talent show. Now, the other thing I want to dip into, this is... All right, so we, we've done a lot of shows, right? We've done a lot. This was my favorite one, honestly, and in, in just hey, with everything on, that was before, going on. Hang on, before you go in this... Jasper, a and &E Fun Center. Yeah, that's where I'm going. <laughs> that's where I'm going. I know. I know that's where this. I'm going. I know this. So this was the first metal show that we did. Like, yeah. after we rebranded and everything, this was the first one we did. This is another my, thing that happened when you were gone. Yeah, yeah I was it was my first. It was actually It was my first show as a guitar player. Yeah. And, oh, what's-his-face, Singer, yeah. was, was uh, nervous about me playing guitar with, like, three months of practicing. Because he was like, if they cut the lights off, what are you going to do then? I was like, muscle memory, motherfucker. <laughs> Dumbass. The, we got this show, like, it was in Jasper, so, you know, that's what, like, 35, 40 minutes from us? Yeah, yeah, Jasper, Alabama. So, and the and the crazy thing was, too, like, we're obviously not the hometown people. We were opening up for a hometown band called Bedlam. Yeah. All right, and we got the show because of this guy named Ben Farley. Shout out to Ben Farley. I don't know where he's at and what he's doing. This is the craziest motherfucker I ever met, probably. <laughs> like, yeah. This dude was wild. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he's a, like a multi-artist. But i tell you what, this motherfucker is crazy as hell. <laughs> when we got to the show for them, you know, tune-up and everything, he shows up late to his own fucking... Event. Yeah, <laughs> really late. Dude. He was like an hour late. He comes in like a fucking supreme. Yeah, it was a the best entrance I've ever like met. A fucking my cutlass dude. supreme. I beat the shit out of beat that. Beat to cut, shit. Cutlass supreme. He's he was the drummer for his 
so-called his band Platonic Onion. <laughs> and he had a bass drum full of laundry. He pulls up smoking one having a cigarette, of course, in his damn lib sunglasses on. And he's big and I swear the volume on that son of a bitch was probably busting out the fucking speaker of thrift shop. <laughs> Cause this is, you just see this fucking beat up ass car. He's running like sixty in this fucking parking yeah, lot. Yeah. Stops with the car like practically still fucking rolling, jumps out all in one deal while thrift shops blaring it back. I said, What's up guys? I'm being farley. And I was like, Who the fuck is this guy? I was like, this dude is a baller. Yeah. Like it was the coolest entrance ever. Yeah. Like it really was. Yeah, I know. That guy was one of a kind, like, for sure. Yeah. And we actually did some other stuff with him later, too. I mean, he, and he was a really cool guy. He was weird, but he and, was a cool guy. I mean, until he fucked us the second time. Yeah. Yeah, we got nailed the second time. But, like, that day, like, he, he shows up, whatever. We meet him. So, after this, you know, we get our equipment in there. We're trying to get up a sound check. And, of course, like, the show started at, like, 7.30, I think. We yeah. got there at, like, 12 o'clock. Like, we had plenty of time yeah. to get everything ready because we, mm-hmm. we even got a room that night. We weren't going to drive back. Yeah. You know, so we're trying to get everything set for sound check. Well, Bedlam, the hometown guys, they were fucking pricks. They, they've, been, they've been there for 9 o'clock. They down. Yeah, three hours and before they we got still, there. And they were still doing sound check. Yeah. Next know it, they started playing their shit. Next you know it, oh, Brandon Lee Pickett. God, that fucking guy. <laughs> he, he, no, no, he literally, he literally is a clone of Longneck from TikTok. You know, you got the guy with the big ass neck and you got the guy, the little short motherfucker with the long ass neck. I don't, I don't watch TikTok. <laughs> uh, well, you talking to the round crowd, buddy. <laughs> oh, well, fuck that shit. Um... Hang on, you go ahead, Doug. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. The dude was a fucking tool. Like, they all were. But yeah. he did, him and, and the, the lead singer, they were the worst of them, for sure. But they were all really cocky, because they, they fucking prolonged their, their sound check, like, all fucking day long. Like, they just kept trying to make sure that we did not have any time to do a sound check. So, um... And yes, Garrett, he does look like Brandon Lee Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, you showed me, but I don't know who that dude is. But we, we didn't have like any time hardly at all. And no. We basically got like 20 minutes to do sound check. And they were yeah. half-assed using our shit anyway, exactly. which was complete bullshit. And and their, their their guitar players, too, they were kind of looking down their nose at like me and G-Tuck. Was like, we were, what, like 16 at the time? Yeah. And both of these guys are like early, mid-20s. Nearly their 30s. Yeah, and they're, they're just like, oh, these fucking kids, man, they're not ready, they're not ready. They didn't know what was fucking coming. Like, they just didn't. So, like, we get past that point, and it gets about time for showtime. Now, we were lucky. Now, one, we actually, I give, like, a shout-out to a lot of the people in the, the big old town of fucking Barry. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We had a lot of love that night, yeah. man. We had a lot of people that traveled up there to see us. Like, yeah. I, I was so surprised. I knew we, like, we put it out there, but I just did not expect that many people to, to make the trip. Yeah. You know, it was really cool. Um, that place was packed out, though. Like, it was not a really big place, but there was couple hundred people in there for sure yeah it, it, i mean it was full it filled up that damn uh, i would say center. it was two to three hundred people probably yeah and it was like I said, it was full like you you couldn't see the corners yeah. i mean it was completely packed yeah um twitch he was like half ass our light man that day and he was fucking high as a cot all <laughs> day <laughs> He was fucking stoned out of his mind. He came, he came in the show wearing a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King fucking king hat. <laughs> and like how we made it through that show without Jake dying, I'll never know yeah. either. Uh, that dude was completely 
fucked up on everything under the sun. That wasn't oh, fucking Oh, my God. Fresh. He had his, like, I mean, you name it, he was on it. Like, he's on, like, meth, Xanax, oh, yeah. drinking beer, like, whiskey, fucking, he's smoking pot. Like, oh, my God. It was ridiculous. And, and he had his new girlfriend that he got, like, two days before we left. Okay? Oh, <laughs> she was the love of his life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was my first impression of this woman. I pull up, it was because it was like right before we were loading everything up that day before, that way we could go the next morning. Yeah. Fucking Kim. First impression. I get out and I'm like, who the fuck is this? And, and you know, mom's like, she's like, who is that? I'm like, I don't know. She, I'm like, you know why she's probably here, I'm sure. So, like, I walk up there and she's on the phone with her mom. She's like, this is all I hear. She's like, Mama, I know, I know. Like, I, I promise after this weekend, I'm going to go to rehab Monday. Okay? <laughs> all right. And I was like, oh my God, what in the fuck have we done gotten into? So she makes a trip with us. So we had to like fight her off like half the time during the show because she actually tried to like get up there and take the mic at one point. Yeah, exactly. Like it was it was an absolute joke to have to deal with it. So when the show starts though, so we opened up with animals if I remember right. Yeah, it was animals. It, God, it was a great decision. It was a great decision because it, it just really got everybody amped up. And we did nothing but covers that night because we had just started playing with this unit. So we didn't have any original material yet. So we open up with animals, boom, crowds banging. Mm-hmm. We got everybody in the palm of our hand. And then we almost had a mini setback when we did Beautiful People. Oh, yeah. That's when your aunt went all fucky. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, on animals, I fucked up the intro. Yeah, but nobody noticed. I mean, I fucked up the intro because, um, <clears throat> you know, well, like dipshit was saying when the lights went off I was like oh yeah I got it and there's no lights went off I was like oh shit there's <laughs> <laughs> no it um, well muscle memory kicked in it's like I f- fucked up like the first measure of animals and there's no it after that it was all history yeah after that I mean we, we locked in we did good like and what happened with beautiful people was like the morning it started your aunt like wigs out yeah so luckily you got emotion it was like overheated from the other side and I was able to start just go in and do your beginning part and then you just fell back in we were fine so it never really really hurt us at all Um, and like as the show's going one of my favorite parts was like halfway through the show I don't remember what we were playing but we had some it was some song with like a a little funky breakdown in the middle of it I don't remember what it was but I do remember this specifically because everybody in the crowd is really bunched up at this point they're they're really close up to us Uh, figure you out that's it that's it so, like, everybody's kind of, like, dancing and stuff during that breakdown. And then, like, all of a sudden, everybody just starts splitting open. Like, it was just, like, the Red Sea. Like, everybody yeah. starts splitting perfectly. I didn't know where Twitch was at because he fucking disappeared. <laughs> he, he was running the lights for a while. He was just gone. Like, yeah. he just put it on, like, auto and he dipped. I didn't know where he was at. The crowd splits. Here he comes through the center with that fucking Burger King crowd. <laughs> and he literally just comes through and he's just like throwing his hands and shit every fucking way. And it's like half-ass breakdancing. And he was like the life of the party. He was the ultimate hot man yeah. that entire show because he just kept getting people amped up. It was unbelievable. It was one of my favorite parts because I didn't know where he was at. I just see that fucking crown. <laughs> he comes and he was getting it. So, and then uh, one of the cool moments too... I, we do have the best moment. I'm saving it for last. <laughs> but when we did through uh, through glass by Stone Sour, that was awesome. Oh my god! Like everybody got their phones out, their lighters. It was yeah. unbelievable. It looked so cool. That was one of the uh, one of my favorite parts. But the, yeah. the best part by far was like so. You know, we go through this whole day with these guys at Bedlam talking shit, right? Like they're 
They're constantly talking shit. They're, base, we, they're bass players saying, oh, I'm the Jimi Hendrix of bass players. Yeah, just because oh he was God. fucking left-handed. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it was the only reason he said it. It was so stupid. Yeah, I, beat my, I beat my meat with my left hand. Does that make me the Jimi Hendrix of <laughs> <laughs> So, they've talked all day, and, like, we never said anything because, like, we we had dealt with that before. Not as bad, but, like, you know, one thing your dad always told us for years, he's like, let the music do the talking. Oh, yeah. Don't even don't even get into that. Just go out there and you prove it right there. Yeah, and that was the best way to be. So we never said anything. And well, the thing about it is, is just like this: sixteen, seventeen year old kids, as you can say, coming in here, you know, looking. We was like while they was you know doing their sound chat, they was playing songs and everything. We're just fucking laughing. Yeah, we're we're yeah. just laughing, you know, because we're just like, is that all y'all got? Is that all y'all? Well, and what made it worse, too, is like we were all sick, too. We had all been sick as hell. Yeah, like we were sick as shit like a week before that. It was our flu. We were still sick, really. We were still not feeling the greatest even when we got out there. Yeah, we didn't know. So, you know, we were already amped up, but that was just extra motivation at that point. We had a banger set list, too. Like we did. It was a perfect set list. Well, we played like 20 songs, I think. Yeah, we played 20 songs, and it was nothing but like great one hit, like. There's a lot hits. of your like two thousands yeah. alternative hits. Yeah, exactly. Like, From Breaking Benjamin to I mean, I'm Three Doors Down, yeah, fucking Nickelback, um, Stone Sour Chorus. That Kryptonite song, oh my gosh, that I still still to this day still gives me chill bumps. Uh, Even though it's a simple song yeah. to play, but seeing the crowd's reaction, yeah, they, their reaction was everything. Yeah. So. We get halfway through the show. We're already killing at this point. And these guys already know, like, oh, man, we done fucked up. Like, yeah. we we have yeah. completely underestimated these guys. So, I, I don't know if Twitch actually ran the lights at this point. I guess he was. He, I, I don't think so. But the lights went out for a brief moment. And yeah. it worked out perfectly. Because the next song that we were going to play was Thunderstruck. And that was kind of like our fucking trump card. Yeah. We had it halfway through the set list to get everybody amped back up. Lights come back on, bang, G-Tuck hits the main intro to Thunderstruck, and this place fucking erupted. It That was beyond, like, that was the point where everybody was really going crazy, but my favorite part is, like, we have a photograph, and he still has it in his house. Yeah. Where it was right as he hit that intro, if you look down the crowd line, you see the fucking lead singer Bedlam and Mr. Jimi Hendrix bass player standing there, and their jaws are about to hit the fucking floor. They're both yeah. standing with their mouths wide open, they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. Did not know what to do. <laughs> so, you know, we do the rest of the the sellers, and we ended with Inner Sandman too. That was like, no, that was like fucking the icing, icing on the cake, hundred yeah. percent. Like place went crazy. So we end that. It was the ultimate mic drop yeah. at that point. So after this, like we go outside to you know smoke, take a break. Like everybody comes out there talking to us and stuff, we're celebrating. You know, now again, and mind you, when we started this show, like I said there was two to three hundred people in this place. Okay. Yeah. And we just opened up. We were not the fucking headliner. Yeah, the headliner was, was the local kids, but yeah. Bedlam gets on stage. Three quarters of the crowd has fucking left. Damn, they, they played, left. They, they had we had three hundred people in our set when they're playing to like probably like thirty five forty. Yeah, like, like the people that they invited. Yeah, yeah, like it, it was crazy. I, I just didn't expect that because I mean they were the hometown people. Nobody knew us from Adam besides the handful of supporters we had. Let, let's, just say, let, let's just say this: when I walked in there and everything, I could literally move around. Like I could literally have like this fucking couch in the in oh yeah anywhere yeah hundred percent. So it was really funny because they the they leave they have like nobody to fucking play for at all and it was just hysterical. It was honestly I mean we were the fucking show you couldn't you couldn't top it you yeah. just couldn't. So they they get like pissed off so we're all standing outside right. All right, 
Well, now mind you, yet again, this is still during the Xanax era. Xanax were there. So we're out there talking. Somebody comes out there, tells Tuck, they're in there talking shit about us. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, well, never mind. So, I, 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 won't, I won't say anything. He gets pissed off, of course. And, yeah. and of course it pissed all of us off too, you know. Yeah. But him being on Xanax, it's like, bang, all right, yeah. let's go. Yeah. So he takes off in there. He's like raising hell as he's walking over there. And we're just like, all right, fuck, I guess we're about to go fight. Let's go. So we all fucking run in there. And I'm telling you this day, I will never, ever, ever forget this. I don't know what kind of superhuman strength that Xanax gives you. <laughs> but apparently it fucking does. Because there was a long-ass pool table there. It was regulation, maybe even longer yeah. than regulation, and he grabs that son of a bitch, and I fucking swear he threw that motherfucker 20 feet. Like, he didn't really pick it up, but he just kind of semi-like scooted through it. Holy shit. It just, boom, just flies. And he was there going, what do you want to say now, motherfucker? Like, he was fucking yelling. And, like, there's like, what are you talking about? He's like, let's go. Come on. Let's go, bitch. Like, yeah. All of us coming there after that, and they just didn't want it. They did not want there's, it. There's another old Brandon Lee figure was, uh, was about to, you know, do his backup vocals and everything. There's no dad comes in in front of him and he just takes the fucking mic. Yeah, he <laughs> took the mic from him completely. It was they all, were using our PA system. Yeah, though. that was yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, they're supposed to be badass. They didn't even have a PA system used. Like that was the other thing. How are you gonna talk all this shit? Like you didn't even have the equipment to pull this off. They had a sound without guy. us anyway. They had a sound guy, but they didn't have the. Yeah, equipment. exactly. So it, that was ridiculous. How, how the hell are you going to have a sound guy but don't have the equipment? Yeah, that doesn't make... That's like completely How the fuck redundant. you do that? Yeah, that's stupid as fuck. Yeah, you're just wasting money at that point. What, yeah, what exactly. is he there for? Like, But but the to moral, moral of the story, though, I was in there when he was supposedly talking shit. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing was saying, it was like, oh, Fatal Haven sucked. But I was in there when they when he said it. He said, uh, I guess Fatal Haven sucked all the energy out. Oh. Yeah, so it was like a misconstrued Dude, thing. Yeah. yeah. They still deserved it, though. I didn't feel bad for them. Mm -hmm. They talked enough shit all day. Like, and there was nobody there for them to play for anyway. Yeah, yeah They exactly. might as well go to the fucking house. Yeah. yeah. Um, most of the stuff that, like, what transpired afterward was really interesting, too. Because, like, we go to the hotel room to celebrate. Bass player almost dies. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, like... At this point, all the drugs has caught up with him. I have never seen somebody so close to death sleeping in my life. He literally lays down in the bed like he's already in a casket, oh, no. arms crossed oh, and everything. Oh, not to mention that uh, that me and Dylan had to fight for a space for a fucking bed. Oh yeah, yeah. Because oh, his girlfriend was like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a girl. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh uh down." I'm gonna get me a bed. I was like, "No, nah, bitch, you ain't used to it." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, it'd be all right. You're used to it. You've been on the floor many fucking times." <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he lays in the bed, dude. And he is white as a fucking bed sheet, like, and just was unresponsive really most of the night. He was breathing, but barely, like, just barely. <laughs> so we're like on the fringe all night long, kind of checking on him. Well, of course, we all start drinking. We start celebrating. I'm oh, having a good time. All right. Well, Kim, she completely loses her shit. She decided to fuck with mom. Bad idea. Yeah. yeah. No go. You don't do that. No. She bout it. Yeah. <laughs> She's always been bout it. Yeah. yeah. So. Not to mention that she was with my mom and they both about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She, and basically it was stupid. Everybody was just being stupid. We're celebrating. So like we had uh, took some water bottles and poked holes in them. We're kind of just like squirting each other. We're just being stupid. We're having fun. 
Well, she gets sprayed with some water and apparently it just completely pissed Kim off for some reason. I, I don't know why. But mom's not even the one to hit her with it. But she gets mad and she decides to try to get in mom's face. Mom puts her in the floor. It's <laughs> on top of her choking her ass with a fist right back telling her that she's on stop. She's like, bitch, if you don't stop, I'm going to beat you to fucking death. Did she put her in the pretzel? Yeah. yeah. And it was funny because she's like, while she's like choking her, like, because Kim looks around, she looks over at your mom. She's like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all she was saying. So, like, after that, like, mom gets up because, like, we had two different rooms. So, like, mom goes to, like, her room. Yeah. And it was funny because, like, I go back in the other room for a second where, like, Kim was at. And she was in there, like, trying to talk some shit. She's like, yeah, she comes up in here again. I said, do what? She was looking at me. I said, you want, you want to repeat that? <laughs> I said, she just right there. I can go get her right now. You want to finish it? I said, you don't realize that is, do you? She's like, no, so that's my mama, dumbass. I said, I promise you, she'll come up here and smoke that head <laughs> real quick. I said, all I got to do is take a couple steps. She sit down, shut up, and went her ass to bed. <laughs> Didn't say nothing else. It was, man, it was it was ridiculous. There, there was... There was so much going on oh my that God. entire day. Like, it, it was just pure insanity, honestly. It was one of the funniest shows we ever had, though. It really yeah, was. Imagine Woodstock in a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. For real. There was a lot going on that entire night. It was it was almost too fucking much, yeah, honestly. Yeah, it was. It was too much to bring in, but I remember most of it. I remember most of it. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword most. Well, I mean, it was better than that time we stayed in that fucking economy lodge in Tuscaloosa. Oh, God. So fucking exhausted. You're getting like, all right, then we start chilling out, celebrating. I'm going to go take a piss. Yeah, there's a condom on the toilet seat. <laughs> it was great. I'm like, A1 job cleaning up. Yep. <laughs> like, that was absolutely horrendous. Oh, that was God. horrible. I don't know. We, we stayed in some pretty rough spots that Good years. times. Good times. Oh, I mean, I miss it. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun back then. It really was. It was like a whole different world, and it's just yeah. insane to think about now. Things were different. I was going to say, it sucked. I was gone for all that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gone for all that. You missed all the ridiculousness. We're, we're going to come out like with our own docuseries at one point. It's, uh, it's going to be called uh, The Shit instead of The Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, at least none of us ever ended up dying or going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> that's the biggest part. I mean, that, that, well, that's the thing that surprised me. We didn't go to jail. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fucking wonder, some of the situations we had come up from time to time, truth be told. Uh, we're no, very lucky. I mean, we're, we're talking about we're going from outside, you know, going outside in the public and going from hotel, from one room to another, <laughs> you know, Hell, WM one hand, fucking. Yeah, it's like sixteen years old, fucking wasted. Yeah, exactly. And nobody bats an eye. No, it would never happen these days. No, you oh, get caught. Man. Get caught real quick. Somebody, somebody's calling social services. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're fucking recording. This is true. <laughs> yeah, I think it pretty much wraps up Wampus um, this week. I was we'll, say, uh, that probably wraps up. We'll uh, definitely be rekindling some other stuff later next oh, time, yeah. next week. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess that wraps up this episode. Uh, y'all got anything else you want to put in? Obviously, I mean, get at us at Twitter. It's a shit show. Yeah. Let's go. Like, <laughs> at Wampus. At Cat Wampus. 301, that's Womp, W-O- <laughs> W-O-M-P, Womp Us, Cat 301. <laughs> and, oh, you can hit at me at Big Red 69-ish. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, check out our uh, Twitter page. It's at at mb underscore scorekeeper. Check us out there. Follow us. Like uh, like our post. 
And uh, also, we got a link to Spotify that sends you straight to the podcast. Listen to all uh, episodes. Uh, all of our crazy fucking stories. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, like I said, just y'all keep listening. We'll keep putting out content. Uh, like I said, next episode, we'll we'll tally up the scores over the weekend. Man, uh, I'm going to put out a damn challenge. What can What can we do? What does it take to get Chris Marler to follow us? <laughs> <laughs> I will make a bet with the man. I don't care. <laughs> Y'all will probably see me on Twitter probably about an, probably about an hour and be like, Chris Marler, I challenge you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's been retweeting some of our shit, so, you know. Yeah, much love for sure. We Hell appreciate yeah. anything we get. I mean... Not gonna take anything for granted. That's for sure. We're trying to we're trying to keep growing this thing. You guys just keep throwing the love our way. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Nothing. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope okay. y'all have a, a safe holiday. Don't be out there drinking and driving. Stay safe. Don't, <laughs> don't drink that nasty ass eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But with that, we're fucking out. <laughs>